Kia ora to listeners tuning in to this Nga Pātaka Kōrero Tāmaki Makaurau Auckland Library's Heritage Podcast, Pam Muir Stories. What you're about to hear is a selection of clips drawn from an oral history project recorded close to 40 years ago in the early 1980s. Commissioned by what was known then as the Mount Wellington Public Library, the project captured locals' recollections of life, work and play from the early 1900s across the changing landscapes of the decades that followed. They offer us a unique and personal insight into Pamir of the past. In this track, Liz Allen remembers his grandparents' time working as toll keepers for the first Pamir drawbridge and how the archaeological remains of Mokoya Pa were still visible before houses were built there. A picture here of grandparents' place by the bridge, isn't it? That's right. And yes. um, they actually worked the, the toll? They worked the, uh, the drawbridge. In the, in the, in the swing? The, the drawbridge yeah, used to be lifted up to um, let the scows through. And my grandfather, who was partly crippled, had a stick, he used to hobble along there, lift mm-hmm. up the drawbridge, might only be a few times a week, you know, when the scows came through. But uh, he did that for a few years, that would be about uh, 19, I should imagine, I think it came about the start of the World War One, about 1914, I think they came yeah. out. My father came out in 1899, my mother came out about 1904. And uh, they were married about 1905 or something like that, I think. And then they, I'm not absolutely sure of the dates. Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't very big then. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all the, the house and everything which would go with the job, I suppose. The house was uh, connected with the bridge, yes, yeah. and whoever was running the toll gate or the drawbridge uh, lived there, yes. Mm. Did they still collect tolls at that stage? Do you know? I don't think so, not to my knowledge. Um, maybe uh, Mel Malone would remember that, you know, because she went back. As I say, mm-hmm. this was, this was, uh, you know, I would uh, wouldn't be born then, most likely. Mm-hmm. I was born in 1914, so uh, they, uh, I think, they came out about the same time. Yeah. So. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a very good memory of those days. No, it's a bit, bit far back, isn't it? Yeah. Um, who would employ your grandparents for this job? Do you have any idea? Um, I don't know. Um, I should imagine it was organised by the Pamela uh, Road Board. Um, mm. I think they sort of looked after the whole area. I, I don't know who employed mm. them. I can't remember mm. that. Um, I might be able to find out, but... Uh, and I suppose they moved on to that new place when the um, new house, uh, when, when the, the new, new bridge, concrete bridge was built. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As um, far as I know, that's the story. I see. Do you know what actually? How long the bridge remained you know, um, a usable roadway at all? You know, after they built the new concrete one. I think or it was dismantled fairly soon after that, because the new concrete bridge had footpaths, e- uh, footpath each side. You oh, see, yeah, yeah. so uh, they wouldn't need to um, to use it for a roadway. But the old, um, the old drunks used to wobble across from the Pamir Hotel, it was called Dyer's Hotel, and they used to walk mm. from Pamir to Harrick and Pakaranga, and um, they, um, they used to walk along this bridge and uh, have a sit down on the bridge, and uh, I had a couple of glass handles for years that they left on the bridge, mm. and my big heavy glass handles, but uh, um, I can't remember too much about that, I can remember yeah. the photograph and the stories, so I thought, mm. 
that they lived there, you know, but I can't remember uh, a lot about the history of so, the bridge. Um, what are the, actually are your grandparents' names? It's the Mr. and Mrs. Denton. Uh, my mother's na maiden name was Pilkington, and uh, Mrs. Denton was Mrs. Pilkington, uh, Mr. Denton's her second husband. Oh, I see. Um, you see, it's they changed. Came, my mother and father yeah. came from Lancashire, and so they came oh, yeah. from Lancashire in England too, and Bolton. Bolton. Up here, yeah. in that photograph, the um, St. Matthias Church, this side, um, later on, uh, some people called Roberts is built there, and... Um, they, their house was built on the Maori uh, fortifications that they've oh, been yeah. digging around there. Yeah. We used to the trenches there, and they used to have tree tomatoes in these Maori fortification trenches. And they yeah. were nicely sheltered. Used to get great yeah, crops. Yeah, quite good. Yeah. So, so the Maori earthworks along from what, what was more Makoya Pa were still quite clear. Yes. Quite a long time. That's right. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I see. Well, kind of like, till they built the houses over. That's right. Over they the they um, they damaged uh, quite a. Uh, they sort of built the house on that site, and um, but. Uh, the Panmure side of the house, of, um, uh, the house that was there, there was, a, there was a big fortification right along a trench, all quite distinct for years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there many other fortifications, you know, you know, obvious to be seen around? Not, uh, not a lot around there. Um, uh, as I say, the um, by the time I was big enough, they'd started building houses, uh, the odd house around there, and um, the only one I remember was this long trench-like fortification by the Panamua side of Roberts's house. Yeah. Original interviews were recorded by Richard Baker, commissioned by the then Mount Wellington Public Library in 1982. The selection has been curated by Renee Orr and Zoe Colling from Auckland Library's Heritage Engagement Team with sound production from Sue Berman. The full project of original interviews can be found through Kurok Heritage Collections online. Tune into other Auckland Library's podcasts via the website. Thanks for listening in Ohora.